Welcome to the Course in Miracles podcast. Before the ayahuasca, before the... Moving right along. Lesson seven. We're actually in, uh, we're under, we're into a new, we're entering into a new umbrella. So the last, it's just my term I came up with. The last umbrella was what is the Christ? And now we are in what is the Holy Spirit? We are damn close to lesson uh, to, to, to lesson 300. So I'm sorry, I'm kind of brain farting a little bit. So just reviewing real quick part two, we had what is forgiveness and 10 lessons, then we had what is salvation and 10 lessons, then we had what is the world and 10 lessons, then we had what is sin and 10 lessons, then we had what is the body, 10 lessons, what is the Christ, 10 lessons, and now we are entering again the umbrella the next 10 lessons uh, are under the umbrella of what is the Holy Spirit. And so I'm going to read this what is the Holy Spirit sort of section header, and then I'm going to go into lesson 281. So hol- the Holy Spirit, um, the Holy Spirit is basically the, the this is just my, my take on the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is this, it's kind of like the spokesperson for God. God is infinite consciousness, infinite love, infinite. Just imagine the the most love that could ever be, and then square that, and then cube that, and then quadruple that, and then double it again, and then square it again. And God is infinite, right? So, Holy Spirit, because God is so powerful, we need the the Holy Spirit to be in between us. So we've got Jesus. Jesus is like the person that is between us and God. And the Holy Spirit is the spirit that exists between us and God. And so uh, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So the Father is too much to handle, so he needs to send his little helpers, the Holy Spirit and JC. And then you can get all into the the, the different choirs of angels. And I encourage you again to read the the work of David Hawkins. He's David Hawkins has a, a line in one of his books or a sentence in one of his books that basically says that the the touch of an archangel is so a real archangel is so devastating that it renders the person who has contact with the angel um, basically useless for decades. So if you actually meet a, a, an angelic, a true angel, a true archangel, you're, you'll be incapacitated. You'll be incapacitated with love. But in your incapacitation, you will be uplifting the entire world by your very existence. So the more of this work that you do, the more, the, the closer you get to God, the more that your love counterbalances all of the negativity of the world. And I've been talking about this lately quite a bit. You know, there's some kooky stuff happening in the world. There's some kooky stuff happening in my hometown in Chicago with, you know, this migrant crisis. And it's real easy to get into a political rabbit hole and a finger pointing sort of a thing and to get seduced by the world and all of this. I completely get it, or I'm completely guilty of it, rather. Um, I'm not suggesting that you're doing it. I certainly am. That is, that's not, that's not the Course of Miracles way, getting sucked into that negativity. And, you know, that being said, we're all human beings. We all are getting sucked into these special, what are referred to as special relationships, special situations, 
uh, in our lives, these idle, these experiences of special love and special hate. A special hate relationship would be someone like Donald Trump. Uh, people just hate, 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 love to hate him. That would be referred to as special hate. Special love would be um, someone you know who you are infatuated with romantically and who's ultimately just setting you up to, to get devastated. We cannot avoid the special relationships. Uh, that being said, the more of this work that we do, the closer we get to God, we counterbalance the negativity of the world. Very, very literally, you could measure it. And that's what uh, that's was David Hawkins' gift to this planet, was breaking all of this stuff down. So if it sounds like I'm speaking a bit of a foreign language, you know, you might want to uh, familiarize yourself with his work. Take a couple years. Take, take two, three, maybe even four years. I don't think I've read every one of his books yet all the way through. I think the only one I haven't read is Truth Versus Falsehood all the way through. I've read most of it. All that being said, we are now in section seven of section two. So we're in part two of the course, and this is section seven. What is the Holy Spirit? So without further ado, what is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit mediates between illusions and the truth. Since he must bridge the gap between reality and dreams, perception leads to knowledge through the grace that God has given him to be his gift to everyone who turns to him for truth. So it says, since he must bridge the gap between reality and dreams, so we're down here in the dream world, God is the ultimate reality and the Holy Spirit is the bridge. So perception leads to knowledge through the grace that God has given him to be his gift to everyone who turns to him for truth. Now, just that, those couple sentences are incredibly dense and there's a lot packed into them, so I encourage you to review them. Across the bridge that he provides are, dream, are dreams all carried to the truth to be dispelled before the light of knowledge. There are sights and sounds forever laid aside. And where they were perceived before, forgiveness has made possible perceptions tranquil end. The goal of the Holy Spirit's teaching set the goal the Holy Spirit's teaching sets is just this end of dreams. For sights and sounds must be translated from the witness of fear to those of love. And when this is entirely accomplished, learning has achieved the only goal it has in truth. For learning as the Holy Spirit guides it to the for learning as the Holy Spirit guides it to the outcome he perceives for it becomes the means to go beyond itself to be replaced by the eternal truth. So again, a lot packed into that. I'm going to read that last sentence one more time. For learning as the Holy Spirit guides it to the outcomes he perceives for it becomes the means to go beyond itself to be replaced by the eternal truth. So in other words, Holy Spirit is exists between the dream world and the real world and is slowly uh, replacing um, this sort of perception and leading us to the outcome that he wants for us. Again, review on your own. If you but knew how much your father yearns to have you recognize your sinlessness, you would not let his voice appeal in vain nor turn away from his replacement for the fearful images and dreams you made. The Holy Spirit understands the means you made by which you would attain what is forever unattainable. And if you offer them to him, 
he will employ the means you made for exile to restore your mind to where it truly is at home. From knowledge where he has been placed by God, the Holy Spirit calls to you to let forgiveness rest upon your dreams and be restored to sanity and peace of mind. Without forgiveness will your dreams remain to terrify you, and the memory of all your father's love will not return to signify the end of dreams has come. Accept your father's gift. It is a call from love to love that it be but itself. The Holy Spirit is his gift by which the quietness of heaven is restored to God's beloved son. Would you refuse to take the function of completing God when all he wills is that you be complete? So, as I've said a few times already, this is very dense. There's a lot of magical, miraculous, wonderful stuff just buried in this short section here. What is the Holy Spirit? So basically, if you were to dumb it down, the Holy Spirit exists between us and God to sort of translate our perceptions as we realize they are, they are running the show for us to, to sort of uh, translate those perceptions into reality or translate our, our illusions into reality, translate our, uh, our sin into sinlessness, etc. So the more you, you familiarize yourself with the Course, the more it, um, it just kind of, it really does have an osmosis type of effect of an effect. So, lesson 281. I can be hurt by nothing but my thoughts. Ain't that the truth? So this is the italics, the the um the prayer part. Father, your son is perfect. When I think that I am hurt in any way, it is because I have forgotten who I am and that I am as you created me. Your thoughts can only bring me happiness. If ever I am sad or hurt or ill, I have forgotten what you think and put my little meaningless ideas in place to where your thoughts belong and where they are. I can be hurt by nothing but my thoughts. The thoughts I think with you can only bless. The thoughts I think with you alone are true. I can be hurt by nothing but my thoughts. This is just the text portion. I will not hurt myself today, for I am far beyond all pain. My father placed me safe in heaven, watching over me, and I would not attack the son he loves, for what he loves is also mine to love. So, lesson 281, I can be hurt by nothing but my thoughts. I love the first sentence of the prayer, Father, your son is perfect. When I think that I am hurt in any way, it is because I have forgotten who I am and that I am as you created me. So your thoughts, meaning God's thoughts, can only bring me happiness. If ever I am sad or hurt or ill, I have forgotten what you think and put my little meaningless ideas in place of where your thoughts belong and where they are. I can be hurt by nothing but my thoughts. The thoughts I think with you can only bless. The thoughts I think with you alone are true. Now, I realize I kind of went off there. I read the entire thing twice um, there's just a lot of beautiful, beautiful stuff just in this one little section, and we are all sinless. And what we do is we get mired down with the world, we get mired down with our 
toxic thoughts. We get mired down with the things that the media is pumping into our consciousness, and we get our tr- and we forget our true nature. So by by uh, working the course of miracles, we are reclaiming our true nature. So you know, there's a war that just broke out in uh, Israel with Israel and Palestine. It's a really big deal. So I I request that each of us take a a couple of minutes and really send some love over to that part of the world. What's really going on as is happening here is you've got a lot of people who are disconnected from source, disconnected from their true nature, disconnected from love. And if you are sitting here in more than likely the United States of America, you are in a very privileged position. So we have to use that privilege and and honor that privilege and not take that privilege for granted. So thank you again for listening. Talk to you tomorrow on the Course of Miracles podcast. Bye-bye.